I don't want to preach to you, amen, since it's Halloween. Everybody say amen. They're already starting to say happy holidays. Mercy, happy holidays. What's your response, Mercy? Which one? He said, yes, happy holidays. <laughs> no, your response should be, which one is it? Or you can respond with one. You know, you can say, Merry Christmas. That's the main one. Or you can say, Happy Easter. Or you can say, Happy Fourth of July. You can call it whatever you want. Amen. Since they're not really greeting you with what holiday they're trying to express their uh, uh, greeting to you. They're trying to keep it very plain because, well, we don't want to offend anybody. Well, the gospel was made to offend. Especially if you're demons. How many know demons don't like the name of Jesus? Come on, somebody. They don't like the Holy Spirit. They don't like Christians. And demons are like that. And so tonight, amen, I want to shed a little light on Satan. And the enemy of your soul, my soul, and all of humanity is the devil. So let's read, amen, a little bit here in, uh, see, I got it yeah, I'm in right. I'm in the right place. First Chronicles chapter 21, verse, amen, 1 through 6. And the Bible would say this, amen. Now Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to number Israel. So David said to Joab and to the leaders of the people, Go number Israel from Beersheba to Dan and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. And Job answered, May the Lord make his people a hundred times more than they are. But, my lord, the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why then does my lord require this thing? Why should he be a cause of guilt in Israel? Nevertheless, amen, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Therefore Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came to Jerusalem. Then Joab gave the sum of the number of the people to David. Hallelujah. Uh, all Israel had 1,100,000 men. Who drew the sword and Judah had 470,000 men who drew the sword but he did not count Levi and Benjamin among them for the king's word was abominable to Joab and God was displeased with this thing therefore God struck Israel help me pray this evening father I pray Lord God help us Lord God to see the enemy, Lord God, cause him to be revealed and all that he would do against humanity and against our souls, Lord. I ask, Lord God, give us strength, give us wisdom to deal with this enemy, Lord. Let us be wise as serpents, Lord God, but gentle as doves. And let your name be glorified, God, for you make us more than overcomers and more than conquerors in your name. And by the power of the resurrection of Jesus, God's people would say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's jump right to it. Matthew Henry's commentary on our text says that Satan, the enemy of God and the enemy of all goodness should stand up against Israel is not strange. It is what he aims at to weaken the strength, diminish the numbers and eclipse the glory of God's Israel to whom he is Satan, a sworn adversary. And not only to Israel, but to all humanity. Uh, listen, uh, the devil doesn't like you. In fact, the devil hates you. The devil is real. Now, let me give you, amen, a little background on the reason why I wanted to preach this tonight. Uh, 
I am a, a pediatric nurse, and my patient, amen, uh, is in high school, so I follow my patient around in school. I have to be uh, very close in case of an emergency. You can't call, amen, the nurse uh, from, uh, you know, at the other end of the building to get there in time. She could lose consciousness and have brain damage from not being able to get a breath in. She has a trach, and I have to carry around all the equipment to handle that, spare trachs, and everything else. So I'm there, amen, uh, and sometimes I sit in the class, sometimes I sit uh, right next door uh, to the class, amen, uh, 10 seconds away in a break room, a teacher's break room. And so sometimes I get to interact with some of the students. Uh, I do interact with some of the teachers, uh, but I'm really not an employee there. They allow me to be there. I'm wearing a visitor's badge, but I'm there every day. And so they're getting to know me, and I'm getting to know them. They've already passed the first six uh, to nine weeks, amen, of tests and different things. Uh, but what's interesting about this month uh, is there's a holiday coming up next week. Anybody know what that is? Halloween. And so I was listening, amen, to one of the classrooms, uh, and some of this, the students start talking about ghosts and talking about Halloween movies. There's a new Halloween movie out called Halloween Kills or something like that. Another Jason movie, amen. Oh, yeah, I pay attention to what's going on in the world. And uh, that's why I said earlier, I don't know if it was today or Wednesday, why are most of the movies today about ghosts and demons and Halloween and, and uh, all of those kind of things? Why are most movies about that and zombies and all that kind of craziness? And they've banned amen the charlie brown stuff uh, they've banned amen the disney stuff they banned all the good stuff but all this slasher and killer and monsters and demons and zombies and all of those vampires all of those are there's a plethora of them everywhere but they don't want to hear about jesus i love it when easter comes because they always play the passion it doesn't matter what the world says they play the passion the passion comes out I didn't see, amen, the Ten Commandments last year. Would have been good. Did it come out? They used to at every Easter play the Ten Commandments. Wonderful, wonderful story. The one from the 60s. They haven't made a better one. They made a newer one, but it wasn't, notice I said better. They have not made a better one. They have made a newer one, the Hallmark one. It's horrible. Don't get it. Don't watch it. It'll vex you. I watched the first 15 or 20 minutes. They had Moses like a crying baby and always screaming and fighting and arguing with God. That's not the Moses that I read about in the Bible. And so that's not a good version. See if you need to see a video. See, amen, the Charlton Heston, Cecil D. DeMille's Ten Commandments is now in color. It's wonderful. In fact, they had Bible scholars on the set to make sure they did things the way the Bible said it. Somebody say amen. But today, amen, people are too engrossed, too, amen, excited about the devil and Satanism. And, amen, all of the gore and the eerie and the monsters and you know what I'm talking about. And so, amen, I want you to understand that as I heard them talk about, amen, ghosts and seeing ghosts and all of these things uh, my interest peaked because i said that's the open door that i can get in and talk about jesus i mean no you can't do that especially if you're not an employee and if you're an employee they don't want you to talk about it but if somebody asks me a question i must give them an answer so i'm thinking of amen uh, 
how can I set them up to ask me a question that now I have to explain it to you, especially about ghosts and demons and vampires. In Ecclesiastes, that there's nothing new under the sun, that the heart of man is the same from yesterday, today, and forever. It hasn't changed. Murder is the same from Cain and Abel to today. Somebody say amen. Murder is the same. Adultery is the same. Can somebody say David and Bathsheba? Or can you say J-Lo, amen, and what's his name? What's, what's the guy that she went back to? She's going to see this on YouTube. They're going to say, did you know that you were, he was talking about you at his service? Yeah, Ben Affleck. She went back. I was going to say A-Rod, but he's old yesterday's news. The same. Amen. The Bible said he must go to Samaria to see a woman that, who is the man you live with? No, he's not your husband, yet you've had five, J-Lo. So it ain't changed. Amen. The heart of man is the same, and the devil's the same, and he's been doing the same thing. And let me do this. Check it out. Check it out. He's been doing the same thing. Eve, stop talking to the devil. Leave him alone. He's clever. He is wise, and he will trick you. Or should I say, lie to you. And don't get it twisted when I say Eve, I could say Steve. So don't think it's only women. A lot of men fall for the devil whispering in their ear also. Satan is real. One pastor said, I believe that Satan works in three major ways to bring suffering to God's people and to all humanity. Let's look at that. Amen. Satan causes sickness indirectly and directly. An obvious tactic, amen, is demonization. For example, approximately 25% of Jesus' healings are recorded in the Gospel of Mark involve demons. Did you know that 25%, a quarter of all the recorded healings, amen, in the book of Mark have to do with demons and casting them out and what they do to people, that they're real. The direct influence of the devil is explicitly demonstrated when Jesus healed a crippled woman and was scolded by the, the church leaders for doing it on the Sabbath. Jesus said, ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath in Luke chapter 13, verse 16. Satan's direct role is also explicit in the case of Job. What percentage of sickness is directly caused by Satan? We do not know, but unquestionably a lot is. Can you say amen? We can look at Job, amen, uh, chapter 1, uh, when uh, the angels were coming and giving report to God. And the Bible says that Satan came with them. So he has access into heaven. He's been kicked out, but he still comes back. And the Bible says that God asked him, where you been? And Satan said, I've been on the earth going back and forth, looking for whom I may devour, who I can destroy, who's going to fall for it, who doesn't want anything to do with you, and so I'm right there to fill the gap. God said to him, well, have you seen Job down there? My, my son Job, oh man, with no sin in him. Is Job perfect? Absolutely. Have you seen him down there? And Job, uh, the devil said, yeah, I seen Job. He loves you only because you bless him, you protect him, you give him everything. Look at him. He's so blessed. He's rich. He has everything. No wonder he loves you. But I bet you if you took those things away, he would curse you to your face. 
Mark that down in the Bible because uh, Eve, Eve, see, I wanted to say Eve, Job's wife at the end says those exact words to Job, curse God and die. So we see Satan is at work. Can somebody say amen or ouch? And so Satan can do these things. He can bring that. He must ask for permission and God will allow him to test your faith. Sometimes you go through things because God is testing your faith. You need to always ask, is God allowing this in my life so that my faith can be strengthened? Because if your faith is being tested, that means God wants it to be stronger. Not that God wants you to be defeated. Not that God wants you to be wiped out. Not that God wants you to fail. God wants you to be strengthened. And when you realize that you're not strong enough, then you turn to the one who is. And so, amen, we learn to count on God who is faithful. Can somebody say amen? He is faithful. He is just. And he will never leave or never forsake you. But the devil is real, y'all. I said the devil is real. A quarter of all the miracles done in the book of Mark involve demons? Really? Satan indirectly uses the natural results of the fall of sin into the humanity to cause sickness and suffering. Did you know that there was no sickness and no disease in the Garden of Eden? Did you know there was no sadness? Did you know there was no getting old? Somebody help me and say amen. There's a couple people in here more than 16 years old. Come on, say amen. There was no getting old. You could be 18 for the rest of your life. Somebody say amen. 18 for the rest of your life. Wow. Then I have to remember what they say on the radio. Do you know how dumb you were when you were 18? Uh, yeah, could I be 18 but just know the stuff that I know now? To have the maturity that I know now? What a wonderful thing that would be. But God said, no, when you're 18, you, don't, you couldn't find your blessed assurance if you were sitting on it with both hands. We thought we knew a lot. Did you know the more that you learn, the more you realize you don't know a lot? Anybody? Hello? The more you learn, the more you realize, I don't know very much. How many could change a tire? Raise your hand. Okay. How many know how a car works? Okay, let me specify. How many know how an engine works? Pastor, you just step on the gas. That's how the car moves. You step on the gas. You push the button or turn the key. If you have an older car, you turn the key. If you have a newer car, you push the button, and you just step on the gas. That's how it works, Pastor. <laughs> it's not how it works. <laughs> But we still trust it and get in it, and we want it to take us here and there. Amen. In comfort. Can somebody say amen? All right. And so Satan indirectly uses the natural results of sin to cause sickness, disease, and suffering. He uses all of these things against us. Uh, he uh, instigates fights and arguments. He instigates amen uh, all of these things for people, he tells them, amen, uh, that suicide is the escape, the way to get away from all your troubles is just commit suicide, and everything will be fine after that. The biggest lie, the biggest lie in all the earth is suicide. And don't think that's new. He, he did that with Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples of Jesus, Walk with Jesus, talk with Jesus, ate with Jesus. Jesus washed his feet. 
He was there when Lazarus was raised from the dead, and he still committed suicide. I read that, and I understand it, and I say, what hope do I have? If someone who walked, ate, and talked, and everything with Jesus will commit suicide, what, what hope do I have? Who am I? I haven't seen him like that. I haven't eaten with him like that. I haven't done the things that he has done with Jesus, and he still committed suicide. My goodness. Lord, help us. I mean, no, we need God's help. If Peter would say, I don't know the man. Three times, I don't know him. I never was with him. No, weren't you with No, it's not me. He was getting excited about it. He was, and the Bible says he cursed. He said, no, I don't know him. I was never one of them. Oh, Peter, great man of God. And then don't let us throw in Saul, who was killing Christians. If you said you were a Christian, he came with orders to arrest you and stone you to death right there on the spot. Forget a man going to jail. Forget a man going to court. Forget a man judge and jury. He was all of it right there, grab you, stone you to death. That was Saul. The devil's not fooling around. If he could take you out, he's going to take you out. And he's been doing it a long time. Satan tempts people, amen, into sin. You know, he can't make you sin, but he will sure tempt you. Don't raise your hand. Don't, don't raise your hand. All hands down. Sit on them. Hold them. Cross your arms. Have you ever been tempted by sin? Some of you uh, recently, has anybody said, amen, go on and drink this beer, man. It's just one. Come on. We're having a good time. Yeah, 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 have this beer. Anybody been tempted? Come on, man. Hit it, man. Just good. Just Go ahead, man. Hit it. It's good. It's good. It ain't going to hurt you. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Keep your hands down. Have you ever been flirted with lately by the opposite or by somebody? They flirted with you? Hello? Flirted with you? Somebody flirted with me the other day. I didn't even know what, what was going on. I was just talking, and they flirted with me. And I was just standing there, and I'm talking. And, and this woman was flirting with me. And finally, one of the guys said, did you know she was flirting with you? I was like, she was? I've been, man, I've been so blind, I didn't even know. I didn't even know she was flirting. I was like, well, how should I respond? What, 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 should, <laughs> what shall I do? I, who, I bet you my wife paid her to come and flirt with me to see how I was going to do it. <laughs> Somebody turned the speaker off in there. Amen. Have you been tempted? Have you been tempted to go out and just buy a new car? I don't care. I'm just going to get one. I don't care what the payment is. You haven't been tempted to just go get a car. I'm just tired of this old car. I'm tired of, I'm just going to get a new one. <laughs> Have you been tempted to do something foolish that you know you ought not do? Okay, put your hand down. Satan hasn't been tempted. Don't worry. If you haven't been, it's coming. <laughs> I hate to promise that to you, but I know who he is. It's coming. He hates you. He doesn't like you. He wants to take you out. He wants you, amen, to commit sin. And then when you do make a mistake, because Romans 3.23, all, all y'all have sinned. No one is perfect. None of you are perfect. Not yet. But you haven't got to the yet yet, so you're still not perfect. And so Satan wants to tempt you to cut corners. 
to compromise. He will send somebody to flirt with you. To try to take you out. He knows how to do that. And so, amen, his whole being, Satan, is to get you to fall. And all those that are not following Christ, he doesn't even worry about because you're already on the way to hell by yourself. You're the walking dead. You're the real picture of a zombie. You're walking dead. And unless you get saved and brought out of death, what does the Bible say? I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind and I was dead, but now I'm alive in Christ. And if you're not in Christ, then you're still dead, you're still blind, and you still can't see. Hallelujah. And so that's the devil's plan. That's what he wants to do. He's looking for you. He's looking for anybody that he can, amen, devour. The Bible goes on to say that he still kills and destroys. That's his whole thing. Revelation says, amen, that he goes before God. He's an accuser of the brethren. And let me help you, since we're not perfect, a lot of times he doesn't have to lie. He'll just tell God what you and I were thinking, what you and I were planning to do, what you and I made a mistake and did. And then, because he's a liar, he'll add on to it. He'll say, oh, no, that's the way they are. That's the way you created them. See, now he's trying to talk about God. You made them imperfect. God say, I know I made them imperfect so that they can have me and be perfect. There's a solution for that imperfectness. But the devil says, no, look at what they do. Let us not be Samson, amen, and have the power of God and the knowledge of God with us and his power. And then, amen, we compromise. We don't take it seriously. And then, amen, the Bible says that Samson jumped up to shake himself uh, like always. The power of God is upon me. Only thing is, the power of God wasn't upon him. The Bible says he did not know that the Spirit of God had departed. He did not know. He played around so much. He fooled around so much. He compromised so much that he did not know that the power of God was gone, that the Spirit of God left. Because you cannot grieve. The Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. And so, amen, you and I are not left to fight the devil alone. And the Bible says we are not uh, ignorant of his devices. We're not ignorant of his attacks and his schemes against you and I. He is a tempter and he will try to tempt you. Matthew 4, 1 through 11, the story that Jesus, uh, uh, amen, was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. The Bible says that he was there fasting 40 days and 40 nights. I don't advise you to do that, but if the Spirit moves you, amen, go for it. But I don't advise you for fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. But Jesus did it. And the Bible says the Spirit led him to that. Uh, but right away when he came out, the first person to tempt him was the devil. The first person to greet him was the devil. The first person to come when he was weak. How many of you know fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, you'll be weak? And the first person to come when he was weak was the devil. So when are you weak? Not if you're going to be weak, but when you're weak. And when will you be weak? During those happy holidays when you're all by yourself? Let me help you. You're not all by yourself. Let me help you. God is with you. The Spirit of God is with you. We're with you. We're praying for you whether you know it or not. 
and we will be with you. You can hang out with us. We'll come and hang out at the church. We'll order Patron pizza. Come on, somebody. We'll bring some yard bird in and have some, amen, some chicken. Chuck, cluck, 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 cluck. Some chicken, amen. We'll have some chicken. Yard bird. We'll have some food. We'll break bread. Can you say amen? We like to party here. Can somebody say amen? And these hyenas like to eat. Let me, let me move on. Amen. Hallelujah. The devil will tempt you. Amen. We can finish that story in Matthew chapter 4, 1 through 11. And Jesus, amen, uh, answered him with the word of God. And you can read that on your own time. Homework. James 1, 14 and 15. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by your own desires. Drawn away by your own desires and enticed. And when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And then when sin is full grown, it brings death. James 1, 14 and 15. There it is. When desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. That's what happens when you play with sin. Amen. 2 Timothy 4, 2 through 4. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, by our own desires, we'll be tricked and led away. Amen. James 4, 1 through 3. So where do wars and fights come from? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That war in your members? And when he says members, amen, he's talking about that war within us. We know what's right, but we just don't want to do what's right all the time. And then when he says members, he's also talking about the members of the house, the members of the church, the members of your family, the members at your job. Where do arguments and fights uh, come from? It comes from different members wanting different things. I like what it says at the end of that. James 4, 3. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly, amiss. Because you just want to spend it on your pleasures. Now, God isn't into you just being sad and sorrowful, busted, disgusted, and can't be trusted. God wants you to have joy, his joy, so that your joy could be full. Be full. God wants you to have his joy so that it be full. He's not against pleasures. Only time he's against pleasures is when you neglect the things of God for pleasure. And people do that a lot. I'm closing. Amen. Because what's the answer? Jesus. If you're broke, you need Jesus. What's the answer? Jesus. Alvin Smith talked about the answer. The answer is Jesus. Are you having bad relationships? Then you need Jesus. Hallelujah. If you need a job, you need to pray to Jesus. If you're sick in your body, you need Jesus. Hallelujah. The answer for all things is Jesus. You can only make it through heaven through Jesus. I hope y'all getting the theme right here now. It's Jesus for everything. Jesus, 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 Jesus. He is everything. 1 Peter 5, 10 and 11. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a little while, then God will perfect you. He will establish you. He will strengthen you. And he will settle your spirit. Hello. Has anybody been unsettled before? Like you just, you just didn't really have no, like no good footing. No, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm, you know, I don't know what life is going to bring. And you're not settled. And the Bible says that he will 
perfect you, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you, calm you downward. Okay, I'm with God. I'm with Jesus. That settles me. I'm not going to be rattled. I'm not going to be shaken up. That settles me. Isaiah 54, 17. Here you go. We talked about learning scriptures. Here's one for you. Isaiah 54, verse 17. Uh Uh-oh, pastor. Isaiah 54, verse 17. You'll love this one. Come on, bring it up. Quick, quick, quick. Isaiah 74, 17. 54. What does it say? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Give me another background, please. That one's killing me. I'm, I'm having a drug. Okay, that's better. And then that other one, I was like, well. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Oh, you meant it for bad, but God going to use it for good. Again, the Bible says all things work to the good of them who love God and called according to his purpose. All things work for good. And then what he say over here in Isaiah? Because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. God's going to even shut their mouth. Mm-mm-mm. When God's on your side, come on, somebody. When God's on your side, what they going to do? I love it. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 10, 12. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. When it rains, it rains on everybody. When taxes goes up, it goes up on everybody. When the gas price is getting to $3 or more, it's for everybody. Hallelujah. When these things, amen, happen, it says such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Can you say amen? Amen. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able with every temptation. Make a way of escape. Hallelujah. Help me, God. Romans 837. Yet in all these things, we're more than conquerors. More than conquerors. More than conquerors. Amen. Not just we're conquerors. Not just we're, amen, victorious. We're more than that. Through him who loved us. Verse 38. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers. Nor principalities or powers has to do with Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through. And you can read the rest of that. Where it says, amen, we do not fight against flesh and blood. But against powers and, what did he say? Principalities. Of wickedness in high places, powers and principalities of wickedness in the White House. I mean, in the, you know, high places. <laughs> nor things present or things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Amen. You can behead us. Amen. Like they used to do. Like they still do in the Middle East. Oh, they behead people over there. They like doing that. Listen, if you shoot me in the head with a bullet or you behead me, I'm just as dead. Hello? (laughs) Dead is dead, y'all. How you do it to me? Dead is dead. You cannot separate me from the love of God. God loves me no matter how you kill me. It says no weapon formed against me shall prosper and no tongue. Y'all read that? No tongue that comes against you. It will be condemned. All right, let me close right here. First John chapter 4, verse 4. So devils are real. Let me help you, some of you who from that other big continent called Africa. Don't worry, down in Haiti too. And Jamaica also. I've been to a few countries. I've been to a few countries. 
They believe in the ancestors. They believe in the ancestors. And that if you're having bad luck, it's because the ancestors are angry. So you need to bring some money, amen, to the graveyard. You need to bring some food to the graveyard. and Put it out there, amen, for the ancestors, for them spirits to get it. And I came back the next week, Pastor, and all the food was gone. And, yeah, the homeless people said, yes, bring some. Homeless people need to just hang out at the cemetery because people are bringing clothes. They can scratch, amen, a little note in the dirt. New jacket, please. <laughs> Shoes, size eight and a half. Size eight and a half, please. Can you believe it? I had a brother, amen, that had been saved there for a while in the church in South Africa. Let me help you on That's not it. Here we go. Hallelujah. It's right here. I'm closing right here. My time is up. So, there was a child, amen, in the church. This brother had been in the church for about five years. He was, amen, a disciple. He preached. In fact, he got sent out. I preached on marriage. He finally got married, and then he got sent out. Okay? But before that, amen, he was a disciple, great young man, smart. And he had been in the church for about five years, I would say, probably more than that, seven. And so, amen, a child came in, and I was talking with him and the child before service, and the child had hiccups. Hiccup! Anybody ever had hiccups? Hiccup! You can't stop them. Hiccup! Hiccup! This disciple... Ran and grabbed a piece of paper and licked it. And if you're from Africa, you know what he did. He put it on his head. I said, bro, what are you doing? He said, that gets rid of hiccups. Thank you very much. I'm like, I'm a pediatric nurse for 20 years. I've never seen a piece of paper on the forehead get rid of hiccups. He said, no, pastor, it works. I said, brother, how long you been saved? That's witchcraft, y'all. Stop it. I looked at him. I was like, I mean, how long have you been saved? You serious? Okay. He's going to see this on YouTube. He's going to send me a message. Pastor, you talking about me? I didn't give your name. He got a piece of paper, and he licked it, and he put it on the young boy's head. And I said, what are you doing? He says, that cures hiccups. I was like, that's witchcraft, bro. Don't you know? How long you been saved? Probably six, seven years. You've been saved that long, and you still put paper on somebody's forehead? Are you still going to see the witch doctor? <laughs> Y'all laughing. I'm telling you, I lived in Africa. I seen them do some strange stuff. I seen them, you have to burn this. In a little cauldron in a pot, you put these herbs and sticks and stuff, and you burn it, and you get a towel or a sheet, and you put your face in it, and you cover yourself so the smoke can't, and you got to breathe in. You got to let the smoke get in you. Huh? No, that's not what Vicks. This, 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 this is a whole other thing. This is witchcraft stuff. This, 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 you, you're talking about for a remedy for like a cold or sore throat. No, no, this is for power. This is, this is for riches. This is for money. This is so that girl over there will like me. She will be drawn to me. She can't resist. If I walk by, she drop everything and just. 
This is for that job. Okay? I understand for medicinal purposes. Come on now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nurse. I've been one a long time. I know Vicks works. This ain't for that. <laughs> this ain't for that. This is for so I can get a car so that girl will fall in love with me. She will love no other. Or she was already with somebody, but she's going to lose, drop them and pick me. I've seen one guy, amen, he went to his neighbor's house. His neighbors, see, when I was there, they were now getting smartphones, and they was getting screens like we have back there. They were getting flat screens. So everybody was having to put a dish outside. They didn't have no wires nowhere, but they can put the dish because it's satellite. You can't steal the satellite. They can steal your dish, but they can't steal the satellite. And if they don't have the numbers in the box, stealing the dish ain't going to help them. So that's the way to get around from all that stealing out there. They said, we'll put a satellite in the sky, and you can receive all your channels. So these people had a 40-inch flat-screen Samsung TV. And their neighbor, who was their best, one of their son's best friend, I'm closing right here, he saw that TV, and he said, man, he did drugs. He said, well, I could sell that. So he went to the witch doctor, and he said, put these things in a pot and burn it. Cover yourself over and let the smoke get on you and breathe it in and everything. And you'll be invisible. And, of course, he had to pay $2,000 for that potion. Oh, hold on. So his neighbors were, everybody had their favorite TV show was on. I don't know what reality show. They were all sitting in there. It was like four of them. They were sitting in there. They were watching the show. Speakers are on and stuff, and they watch the show. And he came, and they know him. He's over there every day. They know him. So he came, no doors or windows, because it's hot. So he just stepped into the doorway, and he saw them all sitting there, and he just stood there. And they were watching their show, and they knew it was him, so no one said a word. And he said, it works. <laughs> so he walked over next to, <laughs> he walked over next to the screen. And they know he's on drugs. He does drugs. So they're like, well, he's crazy already. So he goes over and stands next to the screen, next to the TV. And they still, they just see him and they just keep watching. You know, that's Johnny, man. Johnny crazy. So he's standing there. So then he goes and he unplugs it. And then they're like, what? What are you? And he unplugs it. And then, then they still looking at him like, he must be high. And he unplugs it. Then he picks up the TV and puts it under his arm. And when he picked it up, that's when the guy said, Johnny, Johnny, what are you, Johnny, you, you fool, what are you doing? We're watching that. He said, you know what he said? You can't see me. <laughs> he, <laughs> he stopped with it. Y'all laughing. This is sad. And why did he think that? Because he went to the witch doctor. Listen, people are doing stuff. Hey, he said, you can't see me. That's not the worst. Okay, when service is over, YouTube, men who are invincible rob a bank. No, it's a tragedy. Because not only that, one of the guys from our church, his sister disappeared. When they found her body, which was left of it in the cemetery, all of her organs were taken off. The ears were taken off. The lips and the nose were taken off. The eyes were taken. The breasts were taken. All the pieces of her body were taken. 
And you know what they were taken for? Witchcraft. And the reason I know that story, because this guy, he's a pretty bad guy in the, in the township. He, he got saved. And it took a while for, he came to church and he just watched us. Because there's a lot of religion out there. There's Catholics and Baptists and all kinds, everything, every kind of mix and blend. And then here we are. And we're preaching Jesus will set you free. And he was looking for the people that did that. He wanted to kill them. He's a bad dude. Nobody messes with him. He's a bad dude. And so he came to church for probably three weeks just to watch, to see who we are, what do you do. And then he got saved. And when he got saved, it took a couple weeks after that that he told me that story, me and Sister Barbara. And, I mean, Sister Barbara was crying. I had tears in my eyes like, I can't believe that. They called him to identify her. And so this witchcraft stuff is nothing to play with. Not only that, but then you're going against God. I mean, that's one bad thing about it, but you're going against God. YouTube it. This gang wanted to rob a bank, but they wanted, when the police come, when the police shoot at them, that it won't, the bullets won't hit them. They, it won't hurt them. So the police come, because the bank sets off the alarm. The police come. These guys run straight out into the street. They're not getting behind cars or behind buildings. They stand in the middle of the street shooting at the police, and the police are behind cars and behind buildings and behind stuff. The police are behind stuff shooting. These guys are standing out in the middle talking about, ah, we're invincible. Pow, 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 pow. Standing right out in the middle of, and people are videoing, and I'm like, they stand in the middle of the street shooting until one got knocked down. Then they all started running. Then the cops went after them. But then two days later, one of the guys went back to the witch doctor, and he says, your, your potion didn't work. I'm going to kill you. And the witch doctor said, did you do what I told you? Did you get all the stuff, la, 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 la? Did you follow my instructions? And he said, we followed it, but my friend still died. He got killed by the cops. And so your potion of invincibility didn't work. You know what the witch doctor said? It wore off. He did it too soon. Supposed to, it only lasts for so long. And if you, if you did it the night before or two days before, I don't know how long you did it, but it only lasts so long. And if you didn't do it right, then it's only going to last for a little while. I mean, he had, a, he had a, a, a way out all the time. Every time I've heard it, they have had a way out. Witchcraft is real. The devil is real. Demons are real. Listen, if you think you saw your grandma or your ancestor or somebody, that's a demon. Because the Bible says that Satan was cast out of heaven down to the earth, warned to you the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you with great wrath. And he didn't come by himself. He took a third of the angels with him. A third of the angels rebelled against God. There's a third of the demons. Now, how many is, is that? How many is that? Because when they mocked Jesus and said, Jesus said, I can call angels, legions of angels to come and take me off this cross. Legions of angels. Well, if there's legions, how many demons were there? There's a lot. There's a third, a third of it. And so the devil's not playing. First John 4, 4, let's close right here. But you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. You notice he said you've overcome them. Not one, them. 
you've overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. These spiritual demons are in the world. Them are in the world, but greater is he who's in us. We have the Holy Spirit in us. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Because we overcome them. And it goes on to say in Revelations, you overcome them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of what has God done in you. That's why you ask people. That's why the perfect question for Melissa last night in our drama was, so what has God, what, where's the change? Because, see, when you get saved, God ain't going to leave you the same. He's not going to leave you the same prejudice. I don't like black people. <laughs> I know some of y'all looking at me like, what? How, how can he say that? He black. I don't like black people. I don't like, uh, 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 what else? Oh, I don't like stupid, because you can't fix stupid. Some people are just stupid. You can't fix it. Only God can fix that. It needs a miracle. All right? I don't like cheats. I don't like liars. I really don't like liars. Okay, hallelujah. God has to have some grace. Give me, God, I need more. God is like, I'm working on your patience. He sends me lots of them. I don't like liars. I really don't. And the reason why is because God doesn't like them. If it was just up to me, hey, go, go do you, boo. Do, do you. Do what you're going to do. It that has no effect to me. doesn't take one dime out of my pocket. Go do you, boo. But now that I'm a Christian and I love others, love your neighbor as yourself. How many love they self? I love myself a lot. That means I have to love my neighbor a lot. Love your neighbor as yourself. So now I care about others. Because Jesus is in me, cares about others. But if it wasn't for Jesus, <laughs> do you, boo. Go, go for it. Knock yourself out. But Jesus says, no, you got to care for others, okay? So greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And I like that. Notice that's between those two commas there. And he overcame them. You could take that out. You are of God, little children, because he who is in you is greater than he is in the world. Can't you say that? That would be perfectly fine. But he said, wait, hold up. Let me add something. Let me give you this little nugget. Let me put this in there so you'll know what I'm talking about. And he overcame them. And just, just to let you know, all of them too. He just threw that in there. And so... Greater is he that is in us. More than overcomers, more than conquerors. Listen, the devil's real. Halloween is coming. I may on Wednesday preach on Halloween. How many know where Halloween started? Anybody know? How Halloween started. You know, you, you won't be able to adopt a black cat. You won't be able to black, adopt a black cat this week or next week because of Halloween. And so Halloween is serious. Uh, there's costumes and candy everywhere. And even in school, they're dress up as your favorite character. And people are dressing up all kind of crazy stuff. And so I'm like, and this is high school? <laughs> what are y'all doing? It's wow. And so, amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The devil's real, folks. The devil's real. But. No temptation has been given that God hasn't prepared. 
He wants your faith to be stronger. He wants you to grow in wisdom and knowledge and the wisdom of God and the knowledge of God. And he'll put that in you. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is to come to teach you all things, to remind you of all things, to help you in all things. Can you say amen? Lord knew I needed help. He's like, don't worry, son. I'm sending you the Holy Ghost. He's going to teach you. He's going to remind you. He's going to help you. He's going to be with you. Amen. I'm like, yes, amen. Send a couple more. Can you send some angels to help me? Amen. When you feel like you're all alone, God said, just cry out for some angels. Michael and Gabriel. How would you like Michael, the archangel, and Gabriel to come and stand by your side? I'm like, oh, yeah. You seen my brothers here? Michael and Gabriel, you want to do what? Happened to me before. Had a big guy like that that was foaming at the mouth and cussing, and he wanted to beat me up because we was playing basketball. And he was trying to hold me and grab me, and I just kept running around like a little rabbit. And I would run to his guy, and then I'd hide behind one of his guys. And when he came, I'd just stand behind his guy. And then I'd go like that, and he stepped that way, and then I would go this way. And he couldn't go nowhere because his man... His friend, his teammate was right there. I used his own team against him. <laughs> so he didn't like that. And so I kept hiding behind his friends. And then finally I stepped out this way, and they threw me the ball. And I turned, and he jumped at me, and I just shot it. And he tackled me on the ground. And while I was on the ground under him, I looked over, and it went in. And game was over. Everybody was screaming, yeah, yeah. And they came in to pick me up off the ground. And he was so mad, hey, man. He jumped up and he pushed me and he was foaming I'm going to kick your buddy and I didn't know I was like oh my gosh I'm going to die so you know what I did Shando robo sonda in Jesus name speaking tongues and then he was huffing and puffing and foaming and his eyes was bugged out red and I was like man is he on drugs and then he just stood there and everybody was crowded around like it's going to be a killing it's going to be a killing and then he just stopped breathing, and then he turned around and walked away. And then everybody just turned around and walked away, and I'm still standing there shaking. <laughs> and then I remember God says, you're not alone. And I was like, Gabriel, Michael, I had some angels with me. And then I just walked, turned around and walked out. And then one of the guys on my team came and said, what was that language you were speaking? I said, that's heavenly language. You ain't going to know nothing about that. Heavenly language. The devil's real, folks. Let's bow our heads. Amen. Hallelujah. I can tell you a lot of stories. On the way here, I was telling my wife about 